What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 51 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what it do. This is Jalen Prince. We are back after a week break. I'll take the blame on this one. If you're listening to these as they come out and not going back and listening to these later for the archives, for those who are listening 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, whatever you feel like doing, this ain't going nowhere. Um, but what a weird tangent to start on. Um, been super busy the last couple of weeks, so it's on me. I've been really burnt out, so uh, we're back. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to let you take all the blame. Like, half of it was on me, bro. Like, my whole sleep schedule is, is completely shifted now. I do mid, I do after midnight workouts at the gym. I'm there for about like maybe three, four, four, five out. Mm-hmm. I'm working out, uh, yeah, around three, four, five hours, and most of the time that gets taken up is the time in between when I actually lift to the time I actually uh, do my like do my stretches, uh, like my inner workout stretches. Then I'm going into the, the sauna. Mm-hmm. So I'm, not, I'm probably not leaving the gym until maybe around like four, five, six a.m. Or like at, mo- at most, and when I leave, then I'm going home straight to sleep. So, like now, it feels like I'm actually working like a night shift, hmm. and I'm getting my actual like six, seven hours sleep, like around maybe nine a.m., maybe nine a.m. to or ten, and I'm waking up my four or five. Yeah, no, I get it, dude. And like I'm saying, like I mean, it's the one thing we'll say too, and we we've been advocates of this for a very long time. Like, make sure your mental health's right. Like, if you're not feeling it, that's like, really, yeah, that's the reason why I work out a lot. Yeah, I know. I was saying do like the South Park thing, like you know, mental health Mondays, you know, why work Wednesdays type thing. I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm talking like if you're doing like you know, you got to do what you got to do to put food on the table. But like, if you're at a point where like you know, this is a passion project for us. It's fun. If it leads somewhere, it leads somewhere. But for us, like you know. And everybody who listens knows all the friends of the show know, like I, I do my best to look out for them too. Like if they're not feeling it, like it's make sure your head's right. I, I don't feel like any, like people don't talk about that enough. Um, and I'm glad that more and more people are starting to talk about it. More and more athletes are coming out as mental health advocates. Cause it's something that like nobody really talks about. So like, make sure your, your head's always in the right spot. So, but on that note, speaking of people being in the right spot, let's, Let's get into the NBA draft, man. So a lot's happened since we've been gone. We got to talk about the NBA draft because it happened. We got to talk about some winners and losers, and then we got to roast some fits, which you have the pictures for. So th- this one's on you. I-, I will admittedly say I didn't watch it. I just got to watch the aftermath and my Celtics trading back and back and back and back and back and back. And back. <laughs> got Porzingis and then back. Freaking Tingus Pingus. We'll get into trades in a minute. Um, well, welcome to Boston, Tinkus. I love you, man. Um, I, I hate that we had Marcus Smart. We we lost Marcus. Uh, that dude was the heart and soul of that team. He's been Dame is my favorite Bro. player in the league. Um, but Marcus Bro, is a very Mar- close second. Somebody like somebody tied his career up with um with Tony Allen. He's on the same path as Tony Allen. I don't hate it. I don't hate it because like, Tony. Like that's the weird that's the weird part about it because mm-hmm. did Tony Allen play with Celtics? I'd have to double check, but like I don't hate it. Like I, Tony Allen was a dog. He wasn't, and, but he just could shoot. And Marcus can. Yeah, that's the thing. Marcus can actually shoot. But like the biggest thing for me was like Marcus was the heart and soul of that defense, and and, oh. and honestly, like the soul of that team. Like everybody loved. You got to be kidding me! He actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh four to uh 2010 he was in boston oh, 2010 yeah. yep and then 2010 to 2017 he was in memphis and then 2017 2018 he was in new orleans that's where he finished his career so the pelicans might be getting market smart in the next few years hopefully without zion um but like it's my thing is like I said I I love Marcus I, Marcus is arguably like I said Dame has always been my favorite player I got the chance to see him play in person. Hey, hey real quick because I know we're gonna get into draft. Have we even talked about the whole Zion situation? A little bit. We talked about it briefly in our state of the NFL thing that we did. We talked about it a little bit how there was gonna be a thirty for thirty documentary called Guns and Buns between uh, John and, and Zion. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I don't want to get too into it. I mean, the biggest thing for me is like, look, no, because he already he's already done that. He's yeah. It, look, we we've already done it. Um, if you haven't heard it, go listen to part two of the episode. It's actually over in the Is This a Bad Take uh, podcast channel. Go check that one out. Um, what I will say too is like, look, we're not saying you can't date who you want to date as long as it's between two consenting adults. What we're saying is don't sure. date thirty people at the same time. Unless Which I'm, cool you said what? Unless they're cool with it. Yeah, if if everybody is agreeing to the situation, then there's nothing wrong with that. But like, and I might cut around this. I don't know. But <laughs> the fact that dude went behind apparently multiple people's backs to do what he did, like that's what everyone has a problem with. I don't Bro, care what I'm, you did. Now, when you think back to that twenty, uh, that twenty nineteen class, Zion, Ja, R.J. Barrett, um, bro, that class is wild, man. Yeah, R.J. Barrett's like the most tame out of all of them. <laughs> he's just he, mid. He's just mid. He's just up in New York being mid. No, think <laughs> That's about all this. he's doing. No, think about this. And I know we got to get to the. Dra- I know we got to get mm-hmm. to the twenty twenty three draft. Like, but I'm I'm looking back at twenty nineteen. Number one, Zion. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he guns and bun, uh, he buns played less than a hundred games because he he's buns. <laughs> that and that he been eating he been eating too many buns exactly. Roman Yays. Uh, number two, John ja Morant guns. Mm-hmm. Number three, R.J. Barrett mid. Mm-hmm. Number four, my my Atlanta Hawks traded for him and DeAndre DeAndre Hunter just hasn't pan out. Had other issues. Mm-hmm. Um. Which they just traded John Collins, which I don't hate. Yeah, look, I, I will, I'll talk. I'll talk about this. We'll get in. We'll get in that. We get the trades. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland went number five. He's been doing pretty good. Yeah, he's been doing Jer- his thing. He's in Cleveland, but he's been doing his thing. Yeah, Jared Cul- uh, Jared Culver. He came out of Texas Tech when Texas Tech like went to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. But dog, I think he's in the G League now. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, Kobe White. Mid. Good role player. He's been mid. Jackson Hayes. He's played more than Zion. Which is yeah, that's that's saying something. Ruiz with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. At number ten, Cam Reddish. And I stick dog. I never forget when we drafted Cam Reddish. Like uh, there was so many scouts that said he was going to be the best player in this class. Now he now he just got released by uh, now he just got released by the uh, by the Blazers, who's been his third team. Especially he ain't played. <laughs> he hasn't played. 11 Cameron Johnson, he's having a solid career. Mm-hmm. But that oh yeah, that was the trade to the Suns. Uh number 12, PJ Washington, baby mama drama. Mm-hmm. So let's see. That's one guns, two buns, one like maybe about like what two, and like four two mid. mid. <laughs> two mid. Four mid, yeah. 
No, because there's been two. There's been two and a half solids. That's true. Scratch that. Three and a half solid. Four. Okay, four solids. Four solids. Uh, Hachimura, Hayes, White, and Garland. I would put Kobe with mid though. That's and the Kay- thing. Okay. Uh, uh, no. Okay. All right. Because he was supposed to be that dude coming out of college, and he was not. Remember, I think they, I think Chicago got him. Probably, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, it's a top ten pick, and he's he's Cameron, a role player Cameron now. Johnson, that would make five. That would make five solids because, mm-hmm. like, those are those are basically role players. They're like they're link, they're link defensive three point shooters. But the problem right. is, you shouldn't you shouldn't have your your top ten pick shouldn't be a role player down the road. Your top number ten tw- pick number twelve was PJ Washington. That's two mm-hmm. buns. Um, Thirteen was Tyler Hero. Solid. He's all right. I'll, I'll give you Tyler. Tyler's a decent pick. All right. Number 14, your Celtics dressed Romeo Langford out of Indiana. Bust. He's not even in there anymore, I don't think. Yep. Um, I don't even, I'm going to try to pronounce his name the best way I can. Uh, I doubt that like this person that, that I name is going to be in here listening. Um, the Pistons drafted Sekou du- um, Duoboa. I don't even know who that is, nor has seen him play. Um, the Magic drafted Chuma Okiki out of out of that other school in Alabama. I think he's still there, but he's just wrong. I think so, he is mid. Uh, oh, this one's actually a pretty good one. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, tremendous That's good pick. Yeah, so solid. Uh, Pacers at eighteen got go on um, Gogo. Don't know who that is. Uh, Spurs don't know who that is. Oh shoot! Your Celtics, your Celtics drafted and traded my um Matisse Thybul. Yes, we did. Solid. Yeah, decent. Yeah, he's decent. Yep. Uh, let's see. OKC drafted Brandon Clark. Solid because yeah. you know, like they traded him to Memphis, I think. Yeah, to Memphis. Grant Williams was the second. Uh, was the twenty second overall pick. Solid. Solid. Mm-hmm. Memphis. Darius Baisley. Uh, mid. Yep. Ty Jerome, Nasir Little, Dylan. Uh, Nasir, I, I give Nasir solid. Jordan Poole was the 28th overall pick in that draft. He's a champion, but oh, knockout. Knockout. <laughs> so you got, two, you got two buns, one gun. I'm gonna say eight solids, four mids, and knockout. Honestly, it, it's speaking speaking oh, of Wizards, Keldon Johnson. Okay, scratch that. Make that nine. Make that nine solids. Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson's decent, and I mean, and so Kevin, Kevin Porter was the thirty. Uh, was the thirty pick mid, 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 mid. Mm-hmm. And honestly, speaking so like speaking to the Wizards because you mentioned Jordan Poole, like. I honestly think they had one of the better drafts. They had a solid draft. They took um, who they take. It's a Victor's teammate, Jared yeah. Walker. Yeah. Well, they honestly, yeah, Wizards had a decent draft. I, I think Wizards had a good draft. I think Spurs. The only thing that concerns me about Wimbanyama is he he's built like a Q-tip. Like I'm. True. I'm concerned, and like I'm not saying dude can't put on muscle, like I, but he reminds me of what ha- I'm worried about what happened with Chet Holmgren is going to happen to him. I'm worried he's going to blow out his ankle or knee or whatever during um 
you know, during summer league or spring training or whatever he feels like doing. Like, that's what I'm concerned about because the dude is like, is then he's rail thin, which is, look, if I I don't care, but like, I'm worried about, you know, if I were Spurs fan, I'd be worried about the wear and tear of a, you know, 82 game season. I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about uh, Wimby. He said he's seven five two twenty. When Chet came into the um, when Chet came into the league, uh, what was it? Twenty twenty yeah twenty twenty one season. That was twenty. What draft was that? It was last year. Oh, twenty twenty two. Good God. Yeah, Chet was last year because Chet yeah, was Chet, Chet came into the league seven foot one ninety five. That was frail and small. And then he was playing all season basketball, which messed up which messed up his leg. Wimby is two twenty. He's a bigger, taller two twenty. I'm not, not worried. That I'm not. I'm not much worried. Though. I'm not worried about Wimby at all because he played overseas in the French in the French league. He's dealt with grown men. He knows how to handle himself. Plus, Joker's gonna be able to fit the, or like fit the rules and um, play advantage to the rules in this league as is. He's gonna be fine. So yeah, the Spurs won. Uh, Spurs won this draft basically since a lot. Basically since the lottery. You know who won it during draft night though? Who? Two, Houston. I got Charlotte. Charlotte too. I'm saying Charlotte and Houston. We can have more than one winner. Charlotte and Houston both had great drafts. Get Naaman Thompson, who's going to be a true point guard. I think he's going to beat out Porter Jr. by this or by the beginning of the season. If not, he's going to be a quarter of the way through before he takes a starter. I don't know, like Amen and like six seven two on two fourteen. Yeah, he'll yeah he'll be the starter. Amen will play point. Um, you've got oh my god, why am I drawing a blank at his name? They got a stud at two right now. Oh, Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, what is it? Jalen uh, Green. Are you talking about Cam Whitmore? No, I'm talking about Jalen Green. Yeah, Jalen Green will play two, and Whitmore might but play he's three. Had, but like they've had other issues with him, like um. Throughout the throughout the entirety of the season, so if they're able to get him right, they should be fine. They can get him right because now, if you look at that starting five, you've got Sangoon, who's a solid center. Ish. You got dude from the other school in Alabama. Yep, Jamari Smith. Yeah, Jabari Smith or Jabari Smith Jr. will be a, is a has the potential to be a fantastic four. You put Whitmore at three. Yep. And the fact that he fell to twenty was fantastic. Yep. Green at the two. Amen at the uh, at the one, and that's a solid starting Amen. five. Amen. Amen Thompson, I apologize, but like you've got that. That's a solid if go, starting we five. Go, if we go get a whole lot of amen jokes, like <laughs> we're used to right now. <laughs> hey, but um, Amen puts or throws a pass out there, and it, it throws a lob to Jabari, and all and all of Houston said, Amen. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, but um, on, uh, all right. So let's be. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at um. I look at Charlotte's. Um, yeah, I'm really looking at Charlotte's draft. Charlotte had a good draft too. They had a really good draft. They did. They made the right decision. And yes, I'm a Bama fan, so I'm always gonna rock with the Bama guys. And I understand the whole off off the field issues with the death of Jameer Harris. Um, but I still go back to this. He wasn't charged with anything legal. He was never arrested. Right. And with all the adversity that he fought through because everybody in national media and in the world was clamming and trying to take this man down. Mm-hmm. And he still found a way to get through and get through it with a tremendous support system. He was like, and I'm referring to Brandon Miller. 
Dude, yeah. six, dude the six nine. I believe he is two nine. I think he's two ten right now. I don't believe he's two hundred, but he's two he's two ten. He can only get bigger. He was the right decision. I understand. Unlike yeah. Scoot's a dog. We're not taking that away. Scoot's a dog. Not gonna take nothing away from him. Tremendous, beautiful family that he had at the draft night. Absolutely sensational. Plus, like he had a tremendous he had a tremendous outfit as well. I give him credit what credit is due. But uh, with Brandon Miller. Bro, you're 6'9", you can shoot. This is a shooting league. You must be able to shoot the ball effectively. And if you're able to get a guy that is 6'9", with over a 7-foot wingspan, you got something. You got to take You got to take it. I remember Shannon Sharp once said, uh, you will always take the great big man over the great little man every time. Mm-hmm. And I believe both players are going to be great. School's obviously going to be the more, quote-unquote, star in this NBA because he's more flashy, he highlights better, he jumps over he jumps over people and he'll dunk on people, so he'll be on sports in a whole lot. Brandon Miller's a winner, man. Brandon Miller just scores. He scores it, he wins it, he and if he's not and if he's not scoring it, he's gonna make winning plays. Chase down block against Maryland in the NCAA tournament. Um defensive defensive job that he did against Missouri in the semifinal of SEC tournament uh, in the SEC tournament. He didn't shoot that great against Auburn, but you're talking about like a guy that had eleven, I think he had 11, 14 rebounds in one game when he wasn't shooting it. He'd bring other uh like he's capable of impacting the game in a multitude of ways, not to mention from the beginning of his freshman year. And all the way down to the NCAA tournament, his handle kept getting better. The way he's the way he attacked the basket kept getting better, and his shooting never got worse. The only thing about it, he was suffered a groin injury prior to the NCAA tournament. Right, which kind of would it really affected his game throughout that whole on that whole entire run. But right. the Charlotte taking him number like number two, there was so much battle in like the basketball world about who should be the number two overall pick. A lot of people were taking school. Um, not a lot of people wanted like Brandon Miller. A lot of and the thing I had an issue with everybody wanted to give the whole offense like the off season issues to be the main reason why he shouldn't go number two. Mm-hmm. And you got and I understand the whole moral and sentimental vibe and the whole sentimental thing about it. And I get all that. I respect it. But at the same time, in a business, you must make business decisions. You cannot let emotional Emotional feelings getting in the way of you making a business decision. Right. Brandon Miller was better for business than Scoot Henderson. You're I six, think so. Go ahead, sorry. Six, nine, you can fit any system in which you go through. Because you're six nine, you're at that height, you can move around. And plus, you got a Paul George game. He can score, he can play defense. I think that in the long run, Brandon Miller will be the better pick. Because you don't see a three like that. Because he will play the three. He'll be the three and he can he play, can the, play four. the three and he can play a small four. He he's hey, a small, he can play two. He's a small ball four, but he will mainly play the three because they also drafted Nick Smith Jr. at Arkansas, who will probably play the two once Terry either gets traded or once he's done with that contract because they won't bring Terry back. At yeah. least at least now that level. Charlotte had a tremendous drive because they remember, did. Nick Smith Jr. was highly touted coming into the season. He just had injury issues. Yep. And if he able stay healthy. Bro, Charlotte stole one. They got a good. They, got they a good. absolutely the same with Houston and Cam Whittemore. And plus, that was the like, exact bro, same thing. There were there were so many people that saying, "Well, Scoot and Luke, uh, like Scoot Lamar, uh, like Lamelo, they could play together." Man, like shoot, Lamelo just didn't want nobody taking his spot. Bro, so could Scoot and Dame. Scoot could play with anybody. <laughs> He's no, a we're guard. Gonna, look, we're gonna get in that Portland situation in a minute. But like going back with Charlotte, look, 
You got two young guys that are guards. School's not a shooter. No, he's a passer. Like last seat, like last in his only season with the G League, bro was bro was dude was twenty seven percent from the three point on the three point line. Heck, it was seventy six from the free throw line. He's a passer and a slasher. He's not a he shooter. Attack, he can attack the basket at will. Yes, he'll be a good guy to throw lobs to. Mm-hmm. And Lamelo loves and Lamelo loves the pass. But heck, you need like if you got a two guy, you need him to be able to shoot better than you. That's what worries me about Asar Thompson over in De- or he. Detroit, right? Yep, Detroit. That's what worries me about Asar. Because I'm not worried about that one only for this reason and this reason only. He's going to play three. Remember, he... Kay Cunningham, Jay Nivey, Asar. Mm-hmm. He'll play the three. I won't be I won't be worried too much about that one. But overall, like you look at the rest of the draft, the Magic, the Magic's the one team that I can't figure out. I will never understand what the heck they're trying to do. No, and I, I will never. Orlando will Orlando, just like Cleveland will Cleveland. And every and team. Not, think about Orlando's not even Cleveland level. It's like you got so much talented guys. But, like, to be honest with you, do, it, do, either, do any of them really fit? No. Like, do you have any type of vision as far as, like, what you're trying to do? Because, bro, you got Jalen Suggs. You got Cole Anthony. You just drafted Anthony Black. You still got Markel Fultz. You got Bobo. We rarely see him play. You uh, you got um, trying to think, dude from Duke that used to play for Chicago. Wendell, Car- Wendell Carter Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank like Frank like Frank Wagner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you got a lot of te- uh, you still got um, what's that other uh, Jonathan Isaac? You got so much talent. Link on that Orlando Magic team, but why are they not producing? Better yet, what is the plan? They got to figure them out. So they have a couple centerpieces and they have a couple role players, and none of them really mesh well together. None. It's that do so. It's like literally what they did is they did like a fantasy football draft. Where you get all these like honestly, what kind of reminds me a little bit more. Um, and I'm not saying that some of these guys are like that superstar level. You remember when the Lakers tried to make a big five? Same Kobe, as, Powell, Dwight, Kobe, Ron, Paul, mm-hmm. and Dwight Howard. Yep. Yeah. None of those pieces really fit together. Kobe and Powell were the only two that really fit together. But here's the thing, though. Here's the reason why I would disagree with that. They actually did fit. You had a point at that time. Positions were heavy that was still like that was still during the uh the position basketball era of the world they fit on paper they didn't so, actually yeah, fit on pa- yes on paper Be- like on paper yeah because steve nash was still a point guard he was he didn't have to do too much you just needed him to be able to facilitate and knock down open threes when you need it kobe was still kobe ron was a three and d guy Powell mm-hmm. was Powell and dwight howard they were hoping that they were going to get what Houston got out of him, mm-hmm. and they didn't. So I mean, but that's where I'm at. I mean, so here's my question: So we we know who won the draft. Who did not win the draft? Uh, there wasn't anybody who had an inherently bad nothing, draft. Nothing truly stuck. Nothing truly stuck out. I mean, let's see. 
Another was really. Oh, okay. Oh, I would add OKC as another team that won draft because they end up getting Casey Wallace. That's true. From Kentucky, like I can see the future and plan with the Thunder. Everybody can see that. They can win. They can win real good. Like Casey Wallace to go along with Shea Gilgis. Not to mention Josh Giddy and Giddy. Josh Giddy, and they're getting like Chet Holmgren next year, bro. They got like they got a plan on them. They got a plan on them. Um, as far as like who lost, I don't really see nobody that truly lost. Like you think about what. Remember, Memphis is gonna be without Jaw for like a quarter of the season, so they're gonna be without him. You got guys that can be able to fill in, in a few spots. Portland, and now we get to get on their situation. There's so much talk about trying to keep Dame, but we all get the sense that Dame's going to be gone. Dame's gone. You draft school, you get you drafted Chris Murray, who's the brother of uh, who's the brother of um, the like the other Murray the from uh, Sacramento. Dejounte. No, Dejounte's with my Hawks. He was a Sacramento. Keegan though, Murray. Keegan Murray. Keegan Keegan Murray, Murray that's Keegan it. Murray. The reason why I said Dejounte because Dejounte was with San Antonio. No, I said Sacramento. Oh, hey, I'm, dude, my brain is – it was like 100 degrees today. My brain is fried. So uh, <laughs> I, like, I might say at, some dumb crap tonight. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at everybody. Like, you can say – maybe you can say the Lakers uh, with Jalen um, – Jalen. Maybe the Clippers. Uh, but it wasn't bad. Kobe like, Brown was a solid pick. That was there, a solid pick. There was – there, there might have been a couple mid picks, but there was like no inherent losers. Like a lot of people are saying, like, oh, Charlotte's the loser. They passed on Scoot, but like, no, that's just again, a whole, that's a whole I, bunch of hate, hate and BS. I think Brandon Miller's going to be the better player by the end of the by the end of his career. I, I mean, Brand, I a true scoring wing doesn't yep. come around very often. Not to mention, Brad got good character. It's just like there's a lot of decision makers that you want to question, but like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing really. If I had to say, like, who had Maybe the weakest. Okay, not much loss. I'll say weakest. Yeah. Weakest draft to me. I can make a case for the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Because they didn't really make any they didn't really do anything. No. Um they really what? didn't do anything and then and like they got a six seven guy. They needed height. You look at what happened in the finals and through you look at what happened to the finals against Yoke. Now obviously Yoke is the best big man and the best player in the NBA, and there's not much you can really do with a guy that's seven foot two eighty that can move like and that can move like he moves and that finesse the game in most of the ways, but at the same time you still gotta get you still gotta get some height, you gotta get some yep. length. Can't play small ball. Can't Can always not, play not, small not ball. Not no more. Not no more. They tried. Yeah. Can't they always play small ball. Especially now because all these bigs can shoot. <laughs> But like you look at the Charlotte, like going back with this, you got Miller, Smith Jr., Kobe Jones, out at Xavier, and you got Amari Bailey from UCLA. You got some shooters on your on, on your hands, and that's always going to pan out. Um, and the se- second round picks don't always make the roster, but I mean, they got a chance this year. But uh, so we mentioned some guys that like are like uh, like are steals. Like who mm-hmm. like who's who's a steal that you feel like really and really stands out. Whittemore was a steal because I know he had injury problems, but I mean, he was projected to be a top 10 pick. So Whittemore to Houston was a steal. And honestly, the fact that Boston was able to trade as far back as they did and got who they got. Because we got who we wanted. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't say it was a steal, but like, 
in order to build, we I mean, we kind of built the capital we wanted to build, and we're going to be all right. You said who was the steal? We took uh, Jordan Walsh out of Arkansas. Like, dude, it's – and he was a good – he was a good pick. So, we honestly, we traded far enough back, and we ended up getting him at 38. So, I mean, it wasn't necessarily a steal. He definitely could have gone in the first round. But, I mean, we got a 3 and D guy. We lost our 3 and D guy. I don't. I don't hate it. I, I he got a bigger three and D guy. We got a bigger three and D guy. It's going to be a lot of big shoes to fill with Marcus, but we we got a three and D guy. All right. So I got a few. I got a few steals. Mm, then we then we got to move on. Yeah. Number one, I'm going Cam Whitmore falling all the way down to twenty to Houston. He, yep. He's going he, he's going to pan out really good. Yep. And number two, I got to go Amani Amani Bates to Cleveland. Remember when he was coming out and coming out of high school? It was him and Chet. He fell off, and that and a lot boards. of that had to do, and a lot, a lot of that had to do with just decision making, off the like off the court decision making. Yeah, he got into like he transfer some... so much. He had some other issues, like um, I don't he think had... it was legal, but he had some like NCAA type issues, and, and like legally, it like it helped like where he had to stay in college a lot longer than what he wanted to. He got in like some like social media beef at some point too, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he he. I get the questions around his decision making, and I think his game kind of dropped. Again, I, I didn't it, watch it, him. It, it, his it, game it, dropped it. off a bit, which is what the issue. I think that was the biggest issue because he, you can be like a, a star for one year in high school, but if you don't consistently dominate, then like it doesn't help your stock. Like one year, unless you're like seven feet tall, because if you're seven feet tall and you and you. You don't even have to be able to dribble. If you're seven feet tall or higher, like colleges will be like, hey, why don't you go stand in the middle there and put your arms up? <laughs> Just hey, go but, stand in the middle and put your arms up. If he's able to make right decisions, uh, get his mind right, and like continues to improve on his game, he could be a real steal for Cleveland. Like he could be that next dude. He has the potential because we saw it years when he was in high school. Heck, he was projected to be the next Kevin Durant. But again, of course, we knew that's we know that's hyperbole because Kevin Durant's a unicorn for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, but those are my two steals. For sure. All right. Well, let's get to NBA trades because that's one thing that I definitely want to talk about. So, like, Chris Paul. It, so, first of all, the Suns are now the sh- are the kiddie pool of the NBA because they are shallow. There is zero depth on that team. Nope. There is zero depth on the team. You have Bradley Beal, who I love, D-Book, uh, who else you got? You got Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, and you have the guy on the max contract who plays like he doesn't want to be there. In DeAndre, basically Aiden. the guy that got basically the guy that got Monty Williams fired. I'm I'm that freaking video of him under the basket watching everyone fight for the rebound. He's just that standing was, there like, was, yeah, that was bad. No, we can see you. <laughs> I can see you not doing this. Like what? You, we're paying you the, the the max contract, and you're just sitting there like you're not even trying. Like, get trade you, trade you, get out of here, get out. But nobody wants him because he don't want to play. He's got to play out that max, and I think he's got what two years left on it. Two or three. Yeah, he's got like two years left on it. Like he he's gonna play out the contract because no one's gonna take him because no one wants to pay a guy who doesn't want to play. So no one's gonna take him. He's gonna be out of the league in three years, maybe four. Like, I I just gonna, I don't see I'm, it. I'm not gonna go that far. The reason why I'll go that far is because he reminds me of a dude. And, and again, like I'm, I don't know dude's character. I may be completely out of line by saying this. If I am, I apologize. But you've got a guy who is 
acting like he's made it. And for most intents and purposes, he has made it. He's got life-changing money in the bank. He's got, you know, sponsorships and endorsements. If he does this right, he will never have to work again. But he doesn't have that competitive edge that I see in a lot of other NBA players, like the other guys who were on that team, like the Kevin Durants, like the Bradley Beals, like the dudes who realize if I have an off year like or I get hurt, this all goes away. Like the thing I have worked my entire life to do goes away if I have one bad season. Like every team needs that dog on the court. And every team needs that guy who has a like competitive fire. And I feel like every player at that level wants to have that competitive fire. You would think so. And Aiden just doesn't seem to have it. Like it, it almost seems like he's phoned it in. And that again, I don't know the guy. I don't know his work ethic. I don't know, you know. We don't know what's really inside another man's head or no. Even, no, we we'll don't. Never, we'll never we'll never know that. But it, um, it doesn't look good. <laughs> but here, but like overall, it doesn't look good. But overall, you mentioned uh, the Suns' depth. They mm-hmm. lack. They lack that tremendously. And again, they still do. Dog, and here's where I have a whole lot of issues with betting. Betting things. One, I don't gamble because, like my grand, like my grandfather. Well, my whole family doesn't gamble in general. Well, my grandparents. They I was raised by them. They don't gamble. Raised up in church and yada yada yada. We we'll get the uh, betting in a little bit. Um. I learned at a young age that whenever you gamble, whenever you bet, you lose something. Yep. And it doesn't matter whether you gain the money, but you're going to lose something. Um, why do I bring that up? There's a whole lot of betting and wagering on how the Suns are all of a sudden title favorites. Now, they went out and got Bradley Beal. That was the game. But they lost more depth and more assets. Yep. With that, uh, with that trade, the gain is you get a guy who's a really good shooter, a tremendous scorer, and but he has but he has injury issues, which Devin Booker has seemed to have at times. What Kevin Durant has had in his times, and DeAndre Ayton, he doesn't have those. But he has like a motor issue mm-hmm. at times. Shout out to Firestone. Um, but when you oh, look Firestone at Firestone, we're tires. Motor issue. <laughs> hey, but uh, on the real though, you don't see no more. You don't see no more depth. That's the that's no. the issue. You got. And you're going against the Nuggets with Yo and Aiton's already proved he can't stop him. Nope. Kevin Durant can't stop him. And Jamal Murray is he, if he's able to take his game to another another level, bro. I, I, the Nuggets are my favorite, and the fact that you can see some uh, like some people that are like are like betting odds are for the Suns is ridiculous to me. I get it. You got three All Stars. You got three All Stars on your team. You got maybe two superstars on your team, bro. That's not gonna be enough to beat a team like the Nuggets. And yo, nothing. And they're so, saying the that Kyrie. Favorites, that's ridiculous to me. They're saying Kyrie may try to sign with Phoenix. He's actually speaking How? to Phoenix the next couple weeks. They, I know they have no money. They have no money. That's my thing. Do y'all not like? Do people not realize that's a cap? It, 
like why what why are you entertaining this unless you're about to ship one of these other dudes out unless you're literally about to start durant beal book ayton and Kyrie, and only have five people on the roster when there's Kyrie wants the money but here's the thing though isn't there a minimum of players you have to have on the roster in the nba isn't it like 14 people yeah so is it literally just going to be those five and then just the veteran minimum for everybody else? Because that's you can't even afford eight, that. We're talking 82 game season. You can't even afford that. And all these do like, look, 30 is not old. I want to be very, very clear 30 is not old. Not someone, NBA. It, 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 oh, well, that's kind of what I was getting at. As someone who is almost 30, 30 is not old. However, when you get Dang, to man, the perf- old. I'm 28. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about I'm to be 27. Right, we're getting old, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Before y'all, before y'all freak, stop. We're we're, we're good. Relax. We're, we're fine. Thirty about to be the new twenty. Relax. Take, we're if fine. You take care of your bo- if you take care of your body, look, you y'all might not said be able to do everything in your twenties, but you're gonna be able to do enough. When y'all were twenty eight and twenty seven, y'all said the same thing when you were turning thirty, and you said the right. same thing when you were turning forty. You said yep. the same thing when you were turning fifty. Right, so let, 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 let's let's, let's not get on the tangent. Look, in professional sports, once you hit thirty, I would say ninety five percent of the time you start to decline because your body just isn't the same. You get the wear and tear of full season. You get the wear and tear of full contact. You get the wear and tear that this sport brings to your body. That's just not in the NBA. That's we'll in hockey. Add on to that's that, in you got soccer. Players that are moving a whole lot faster. Exactly. That's in every professional sport. Once you hit 30, it is almost like clockwork. There, You start the decline. This is a plane ride. Exactly. You. Th- this is a plane ride. Once you get in, you know, once you're born, the plane starts going down the runway. And then once you figure out what sports you want to do, whatever gift you may have, you start to take off. You start to take off. Once you hit the league, you're at that peak. You're at your cruising at altitude. Point, that plane got to land. Exactly. Sometimes that plane crashes real early. Exactly. Sometimes that plane crashes real early. Other times you're cruising and out, you're cruising out too for 10, 10 Sometimes years. the plane don't even get off because it runs out of it runs out of fuel. Sometimes it has to go right back to the runway because we have an issue with the you know whatever engine it is. DeAndre Aiden. Um <laughs> motor. <laughs> motor. But it's that's what it is. It, it's eventually you have to start your descent. And there are players that transcend that. There are exceptions to the rule. There's always exceptions to the rule in every single sport, but it is few and far between. So you have these guys who are either at 30 or past 30 or approaching 30 who are going to start declining soon. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, those guys are uh, like getting in at th- like Kevin Durant's already in his 30s. Yep, and Bradley Brad- Beal's close. Bradley Beal's getting close to his 30s, and he's already had injury issues as well. Devin Booker, ain't, uh, Devin Booker's still in his 20s, but he's already had some injury issues as well. Now, we mentioned trades. Uh, CP and uh, CP3 is with the Warriors. Yep. Cuz he wasn't going to be with Washington. I don't hate and that. And we trade. talking and we're going and we mentioned age. Chris Paul's with the Warriors. And the Warriors, I'm trying to figure out how's that going to work? Because like Steph and uh, like CP3 have been rivals for so long. Now they got to work together and not to mention Chris Paul's had an injury his injury issues during the playoffs in general. As a whole. Do you know what Golden State's selling right now? What? Chocolates. They're selling chocolates. Man, no, like they've been, <laughs> no, they've been selling they've been selling caramel. They've been selling they've been selling caramel and like shoot. Uh, so that- caramel and cream for all them years, all the light skinned dudes that they had on that team. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was saying they're selling. They're like the peanut the butter, old, peanut butter, peanut butter. That's what I'm thinking about. They're like the old fish from SpongeBob. You remember that one? The one that comes out in the wheelchair. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's that's what they're like. And and although CP3 is like the the fish that was glass bones and paper skin, man. Um, but but no, that, like, I'm trying to figure how how did, how's that going to work with the Warriors? But dog, it, they, they want to play fast. Like, okay, let's look at the positive. Let's see what Chris Paul can do, still do right now. He'll still not in the middle range. He can mm -hmm. still move the ball. Yep. He can spot up and shoot it every once in a while, as long as it's not as long as it's not game for, uh um, no, it's not game seven against the Mavericks. Mm -hmm. Um, he can still hit the mid range. Can still run the pick and roll. But dog, their best like, but the Warriors facilitator has been Draymond. How the heck is that going? Like, I'm trying to figure out what's the fit. And not so, to mention, Warriors' issues has been height and length. Now, free agency starts in the, couple, uh, in the next mm -hmm. couple of days. We get all that. But, dog, I'm looking at length, height. You look at, the, you look at the Nuggets. Hey, you look at Sacramento. You're looking at all the teams in the West right now that's going to be competing. Height. And the legit and heck, you and even when you look at the East, Celtics, they still got length. Mm -hmm. They're still gonna be favored. Yep. I don't trust, I don't trust them, but they're still gonna be favored. I do, but Bucks, that's, Bucks that's gonna, I have to. <laughs> I have to trust them. Yeah, you, you don't have no choice. But anyway, I'm looking at the words right now. Dog, you get a 38 to 39-year-old point guard who still got uh, some stuff left in the tank, but heck, it's not even a fuel issue with them um, with Chris Paul. It's a structure issue with uh, Chris Paul. It's a mechanical issue. The Golden State Walkers. No, nah, it's only one Walker, dude. Everybody can still run. Now, Clay Thompson, different story. Six seven, spot up shooter. Yes, he ain't the same player that he once was, but he can still, like you already know. Clay's about to move to the three. They're, you're not. You don't get Chris Paul to put him on the bench. Steph's I, about. I to move. think you do. I don't think you do. I think Steph goes to the two. Chris no. No, you can't. You can't. But I understand, but this is Golden State we're talking about. You're telling but me that Clay's not the same defender to play the three like he was in the past. But Golden State will find a way to be stupid about this. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna say stupid. Like they've been a smart organization. I mean, you look at the whole Draymond and Jordan. Didn't Cole. didn't they just have an exact leave? Huh? Didn't want yeah. to work. Yeah. 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 yeah Which yeah. is now why I'm. I'm Concerned. I'm concerned because I'm not, you. I'm not yet. There's I'm concerned. Another guy. I'm, guys. And, Mike Dun, and Mike Dunleavy. Look, he knows his basketball. He's been mm -hmm. in the organization. He, he studied under uh, under the or like under the executives and the GMs of the wars. I think he knows how to do it. If he didn't, they wouldn't have hired. They wouldn't have gave him the job. But here's the thing, though. I don't. I, I don't hate that they shipped off Jordan Poole because some. I don't hate me. That had to happen. something happened to where he and. Steve Curry yeah, even admitted we, it. We already knew it. We saw it. TMZ put it out there. Well, Steve Curry even admitted it. TMZ paid the person to be able to put it out there. Oh, man. Would... I will say, Poole, if Poole said what he allegedly said, that that's funny. Look, it is what it, look, it, is, what it is. Jordan Poole, he's going to, like, brother, he's already NBA champion. He's already got that. So now he's just going to be looking to get his points and get his bag. And with the Warriors, they're going to give it to him. I think uh, right now I already said he's going to average up, he's going to average up to twenty five points on um, points a game next season. So that's that. Like going I don't back see with the, it. I do. Uh, going back with the Warriors, look, Draymond, he's not a spot up shooter like he was like prior to 
their first championship because during that time he could actually shoot the ball consistently. Now with that backpack older, on, he can still play. Huh? With that backpack on. Now Draymond uh, has the ugliest jump shot I've ever seen. No, no, I've seen ugly. <laughs> it's an ugly you jump shot. You don't remember Sean Marion? That's true. I'm not saying okay. Okay. I, oh, MKG had a disgusting jump shot, and yes. I don't mean that in a good way. Uh, Draymond. That's why I said one. Okay, let me correct myself. Draymond has one of the ugliest jump shots I've ever seen. Right. One of the ugliest jump shots I've ever seen. Michael Kidd Gilchrist had a absolutely horrendous jump broken. shot. That was bad. I was broken. <laughs> Every jump shot was like a heel click. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson, that is a slow jump shot. That man's jump shot's like his hairline. It's going way back. But, like, um, look, with the Warriors, I, yeah, I do believe they're going to figure something out. Heck, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they move Chris Paul and like during the season. I, 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 I But, like, I, Chris Paul got to come off the bench. Keep him the hell out of Boston. He cannot. He cannot start. Keep the hell uh, out of Boston. Well, we got my Celtics got Tingus Pingus. Um, who? Chris Stops. Oh right, right, right. We we literally went over this pre-call. <laughs> I had to. I, I had to add on to the show, man. Like going on show. Um, y'all who got, the hell is Tingus Pingus? Look, y'all let look. You let go. Of, like you moved Marcus Smart to be able to get that, uh, make that deal happen. So I, I don't. I, here's the thing. I hate that we lost Marcus. I don't hate the acquisition because now we have a stretch four. Because Tatum plays a three. If Jalen Brown can learn how to dribble again, because he did not know how to handle the ball. He did not know how to handle the ball. Is, still, is, he, is he still gonna be with Celtics? That's the yeah. question. Oh, oh yeah. No, they've already said he's staying. They're trying to get him to stay. So he is actively trying to. They're actually trying to get this man to stay, I, which I, I don't hate. That's why we move Marcus so we can put more, bring more money in. That's fine. I'm cool with it. I hate that it happened, but I'm cool with it. Now what you have is you have a stretch four who can stay outside the arc and isn't a legitimate shooting threat, which opens the lane for Tatum and Brown. Uh, quick, uh, quick question. You cut out this part. Uh, how much time do we got left? Not a whole lot. All right. Let's try to speed it. Let's, yeah, uh, let's speed it up a bit. All right, three, two, one. So, like, you have a legitimate stretch four now. Like, I'm, I'm okay with the pick. I he don't can play the five at times. He can play the five. Uh, when Robert Williams inevitably gets hurt again, right? Um, that is true. Let's <laughs> Robert. Which we don't want anybody to get hurt, but inevitably he's going to get hurt again. So, Do you think this move is going to be enough to um, win y'all the East? Because remember, talent was never y'all's issue. I think it's enough to keep us as the number one seed. I don't want to say win yet. I, okay, I give, I give you. Yeah, that. we'll stay the number one seed. I'm remember, not concerned remember, about that. Ta- remember, Tyler's not y'all issue. No, it's, it's depth. It's mainly depth, like not even depth. It's y'all's coach. Is y'all's coaching culture right now? Which will remember y'all let y'all foot off the gas too many times. I know. Let's see what let's see what Missoula does this year. We'll. Look, see. I'm hoping that y'all do it again. I'm remember. I'm rooting for my Hawks. We All got right. other issues. By the let's, way, leave Trey Young. Uh, leave leave Trey Young alone. Leave this man alone. Go get Dane. Try to go get somebody else that y'all can't afford. Do it like y'all always do. Hey, look, speaking of things you can't afford, the NFL just dropped their suspension list. Because you mentioned gambling. We mentioned earlier. Yeah, I about to ask, how much is for gambling? How much is for PEDs? Because if you're like, dog, here's, here's what's certain in life. Death, taxes, and PED suspensions. So we have currently, so I have the current suspended players list for 2023. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players currently suspended. Of those players, 
There are only 10 right now. How many do you think are suspended for gambling? And how many do you think are suspended for PEDs? Seven for gambling, three for PEDs. Two for PEDs. Eight for gambling. I was close. You were close. I'll give you that. You were close. Cam Robinson's suspension just came out today as of recording this. It's four games for PEDs. We knew it was coming. Part of the reason we drafted Anton Harrison. I don't care. I'm not concerned. We're going to be fine. He never plays a full season anyway. I'm really not worried about it. Um, The biggest ones were Isaiah Rogers, who apparently placed over 100 bets. Some of them were on the Colts. Okay. So he's suspended indefinitely. Rashad Berry, also with the Colts, is suspended indefinitely. Okay. Um, Wait, what now? Rashad Berry is suspended oh, indefinitely. I thought you said Rashad Gary. I'm like, when did he get No, to- no, no, no. Rashad Gary's fine. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, though. Both those players, because they were suspended indefinitely, have been waived by the Colts. That, I figured that because, like, Isaiah, he was a third-string guy. He was a corner, and he was a kick returner. Yeah. So he was special teams. Yeah. So it's we're cool. missing a whole lot. And Rashad Berry, I don't know what he did. Well, at least they, at least now they can finally bet on games. Yeah, now you- <laughs> <laughs> now they can bet on games, yeah. Um, so now, they, that, like now, like everybody been claiming, man, leave them players alone and let them live life. Okay, they can. Now they can now. Nicholas yep. Petit Freer from the mayonnaise eating third place in the division Titans. Um, oh. actually, y'all probably gonna be second. Let's be real. Uh, Petit Freer from the mayonnaise eating mayonnaise don't in your you coffee. Mean, don't you? Don't you? Yeah, mayonnaise drink. Mayonnaise in your coffee. Oh no, no, no. They they eat mayonnaise too. That's a different thing. Look, look up oh, the lower. Oh, eating mayonnaise is one. Eating, look, oh, I, I'm talking. I, I, I'm I know. Talking I'm bl- I know. I'm black, but damn it. Uh, yeah, I do eat. I do use mayonnaise every time when I make my ham sandwiches. I'm talking about out the tub, like Never monsters. Mind. Yeah, Never no. Mind. I was about to say, don't defend that. I can't help you if you defend that. I was gonna (laughs) defend the mayonnaise eaters. I wasn't gonna defend the mayonnaise eaters at the tub. Yeah, that's what I said. I I can't defend that. Um, But Nicholas Petit for you. Catch up, I can do. Yeah, oh for sure. Look, bro. If you try, look, and I I, look. If you try to, to, if you if you take mustard off the rip, like straight from the bottle, bro. You living a you living a hard life. Like, do you know how much tang that is? My, like I'm a, like a, a bottle of hot sauce. Just just mustard on two pieces of toast. Like that's mild sauce. <laughs> like that's like that's under that's semi mild sauce. And that's just it's that mild. yellow mustard. You put like spicy brown mustard in there or something else. Like you're adding more tang that's to it. That's between some mild and mild. Mm-hmm. But anyway, get back on uh, <laughs> condiments with two dudes with sports news. Yeah. Um, but Nicholas Petit Freer from the uh, mayonnaise in my coffee. Um, not my coffee, mayonnaise in your coffee, whole banana eating, tub of mayonnaise eating, Tennessee Titans, second place in the division. Don't at me. The only way you're not getting swept this season is because we will be in third. The only reason why I say second is because Derek Henry will once again carry them to more wins than they deserve. So, but they will win the final game of the season against uh, Jacksonville because we will be in the uh, a playoff lock and we won't need to put our starters in. Nicholas Petit Freer, the Ohio State guy who got drafted like a year or two ago, the offensive lineman. Okay. Right tackle. Oh, um, come on, Petit. Mm hmm. Wait, on... wait, for PEDs? Nope. Six games, wait. gambling policy. Bruh. Uh, Amani Bledsoe, free agent, suspended 17 games for violating the NFL's PED policy. So we got one. He'll be free, He'll be free for a while. Jameson Williams, we knew about. Six games, yeah. NFL gambling policy. Yeah. Stanley Berry Hill, the third. Okay. Suspended six games gambling policy. Okay. Quintez Cephas suspended indefinitely. Okay. Gambling policy. Yep. 
CJ Moore, Lions, suspended indefinitely, gambling policy. Got it. Uh, defensive end for the Commanders, Shaka Tony, suspended indefinitely, gambling so- policy. <laughs> that took me too long. <laughs> <laughs> that, that took me too long to get. Um, the <laughs> sh- <laughs> I was like, what? And then it clicked. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. I just I heard it in passing. It, I didn't process. Yeah. Well, again, my brain. It, it was for those who don't know. Um, it is uh, Satan season down here in the South. It is uh, humid and hot and disgusting. And man, somebody literally. I remember, man. Like one of my favorite sayings is like, "Florida is the devil's asshole." Mm-hmm. And I'm in Savannah, so I'm right next to it. Bro, y'all, dog, we we grew we grew up in that. Man. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm used to this. Dude, I'm used you, to. You don't. Okay. You, I cut grass in this. I play football and well. I not, did too. <laughs> well, you can't do it now. Well, no. Well, you can. Just don't tell anybody about it. Um, but with, like I did too. But like, here's the thing. You never get used to it so much as you just learn to deal with it. I, I got used to it. I just learned to deal with it. But All that's right. yeah. Anyways, besides the point. Two or two PEDs. The rest are gambling. So all the year or indefinite games were all the year or indefinite suspensions were based on NFL gambling, like bets placed on the NFL or their own team. I want so, I want people to understand this for those that want to defend those players that either got suspended on these gambling on these gambling calls, these suspensions for gambling. Understand this. You are the NFL is a private entity. They have their own rules and regulations. You try to tell your own boss what the, what the heck to do and see what's going to happen. No, I, so here's the thing. I will defend it to a degree. I'm listening. We've talked about this. I'm not against gambling on sports that you don't you play. play. That Yeah, I'm not against I'm, I'm Okay, so let me be very clear. I'm sure this has already been happening for years. Yep. This is not a pure game that we play. This is not because a pure now, game. Because now since it got legalized, it's easy for uh, it's easy for the NFL to catch. It's not a pure game that we play. It's not a pure game that we play in football, baseball, soccer, hockey, basketball, all of it. It has been happening for years. These have not been pure sports for decades. Don't tell me they are. You're full of it. Uh, your, your head is completely buried in the sand. But what I will say is I'm not opposed to you betting on your team as long as it's not something that you can control. If you take a, like if you're taking like a parlay bet, and you bet on your team to win. I'm cool with that. Because you're betting on your team to win. You can do everything in your power to help your team win. That will keep the that's that's honest football. I'm cool with that. Or honest sports. The second you start betting on spreads, points, over-unders, things that you can actively take plays off to do. If you're betting on yards, passing, rushing, receiving, interceptions, all of it. If you're betting on that, that's where I have a problem. If you're betting on sports that you don't play, I don't care. But it's the fact that the people that were suspended for six games were suspended because they placed bets in the NFL facilities. That's the problem. It is in the CBA. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been, you know, I'm okay. It's a stupid rule. Some, a lot of it is stupid. There are a lot of stupid rules. And I agree. 
sports, but in life. But understand this: unless you got all the gold, you and you don't, and like you can make the rules. Okay, change the stupid rules. But if you cannot do that, you must fall in line. You get paid to follow those rules. No, and here's That's my thing. The bottom line. And here's my thing. Literally. I I am not saying that they didn't break the rules. I'm saying the rule is stupid. But what you but what you gonna do about it? They they do need to change this. They either need to change this or they need to stop being partners. Who's with... gonna make them? Okay, when you start you. To, hang on, when you start suspending star players, because what's gonna happen? Because it, it look look at it this way. There is a and I'm I'm not gonna like get your tinfoil hats out. There is to go back to gambling and sports. Part of the reason why there there is a conspiracy theory on why Jordan left Chicago the first time. Yep. And it's because of gambling issues. Yep. And instead of suspending your star, yep. you just say he retires for a couple of years and comes back. So you saw wait, how that pan, you saw how that panned out. Exactly. Not, but you know that good for that one for that one year. Wait for it to come out for an Aaron Donald or a Mahomes or a Jalen Hurts or it, an AJ Brown. Here's or the thing, though. Derrick like, Henry. The stars of this league take good care of their money, but which they don't have to gamble. But that doesn't – and a lot of these so – Jamison Williams has a millions of dollars. You don't really need to gamble. Yeah, he like, doesn't need to, but a lot of – but, like, in that aspect, he really hasn't made it in the league yet. Think about the guys that you mentioned that are legit certified stars mm-hmm. in this league. They've made it. And they keep pushing. No, when I understand Jameson, that. You got to understand. He, he's a dog. He, he's a rookie. Like he was. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. He and going into it, and, and now he's a sophomore. He right. Into second second season. There's still a lot of growing with a lot of these dudes. But the ones that are not stars that actually been in this league for a while that's making these type of mistakes, bro. That's shame on them. I get what? it. I get it. Like you're not gonna make as much money as some of the top tier guys that are at your position. Mm-hmm. But understand this: you do this, you break this rule. Consequences will be bestowed upon you. And I, I get that. That is the rule. So the only question I asked you was this: like, not you, them is this: is it worth it? Because now you can gamble and bet all you want, but you're not in the league no more. They have a chance to appeal the suspension after one year, except for C.J. Moore and Shaka Tony. The rest of them are suspended for at least one year. But here's the here's the thing I have, and Quintess Cephas. Here's my thing. Um, like I said, wait for it to happen to one of the faces of the league because Jordan had it made too. And Jordan didn't need to gamble. He just enjoyed doing it. A lot of these guys don't need to gamble, but they enjoy doing it. You have a league that is sponsored by so many different gambling entities. It's bound to happen. Eventually, and a, of, and a lot of them are not even sponsored by it. Some of them mostly by like connections to the TV, to the like the TV program, yeah. like you know, to the TV services. Exactly. So, like, what's going to end up happening is it, it, it's inevitable. It's Thanos. It's inevitable. There's going to be a face of the franchise that ends up getting there's <laughs> there's going to be a face, and that yeah, because we get to wrap it up soon. We're 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 running close on time, but there's going to be a face of this of, of the league who gets caught gambling. It is going I, I, to happen. I don't, I, I don't see that happening. We'll tell you what. Everybody listening, y'all can say that. Uh, y'all can let us know in the comments. Here's what we can do. Let's go and wrap it up here because we've been going for about an hour now. Uh, sorry about your gators. 
I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we, we it was a great College World Series. College World Series is fantastic. I'm not mad about it. I mean, we made it all the way to the, the second place ain't bad. <laughs> second yeah, place ain't bad. Yeah, but after you kick, they bust in game two. They came back and said, like, all right, bet. Yeah, no, I know. I do think, like, bet. I do think that pitcher uh, for LSU is uh, cornball. That dude is ridiculous, man. The dude, I'm talking about the dude who's like throwing heat consistently. He, he, all skis. Yes, he is. He a came pick. out of air, transfer out of Air Force. He is a corny dude, that, man. That's he, a bad. That's a bad dude. I think he's, he's a. He, it's either mean. him or Dylan Cruz. That uh, like, it's either him or Dylan Cruz that's going to be like number one mm-hmm. pick in the MLB draft. Like anybody watches that. He's a bad dude, but the problem is he is a, based on what I'm hearing, he is a corny, corny dude. Because apparently he goes into the locker room every single day and looks at players and says, I outwork you, I outwork you, I outwork you, I outwork you. No, which, one Air Force, what you think? What you no, think? And, hang on, hang on, I understand that. But the same thing that we I've said, that dude, and there are multiple players who will back me up on this. There is nothing wrong with having that dude in the locker room as long as you're winning games. Yep. The second he goes, because he will go to a team like Oakland, yeah. He will go to a last place team and walk into the pros and the locker room and say, I outwork you, and they're going to look hold, at you and hold be on, like, Hold on real quick. Mm-hmm. Which locker room though? And where? That's true. Is it the Vegas Athletics or is it the Oakland Athletics? That's the question. <laughs> he's gonna go to a team that is losing, and he's gonna tell all these guys who have been there for years who are making way much more than he is that he outworks them. And he is going to be the first guy that they isolate when they continue to lose. Cause that's how that always happens. Well, is that we already know how the MLB works, man? He's got to go. He got to go through double. He got to go through double mm-hmm. A, triple, then to the league. We'll see. Yeah, far. he'll be there we'll for see. a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. But on that end, man, uh, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, sorry for going for about an hour. We just had a lot to talk about. Uh, we did not roast anybody's looks. If you guys want to hear that happen, let man, us know. Brady Dick Soup Man. <laughs> we'll roast that one. Oh, Twizzler looking dude. <laughs> He looks like built like a red vine. <laughs> bro, bro got on the whole strawberry jam type suit <laughs> with a black handle. He rubs his hands together, says there's no place like home. <laughs> oh, ruby red slippers. <laughs> go right back to Kansas, Dorothy. Let's go. <laughs> we got, got on the cherry flavored popsicle suit. Oh man! Oh, oh, I don't know if I want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. He's with like he's with Ozzy and them. Oh my God! He. Uh, oh my goodness! Wait, hold on. Which road? We talking yellow brick? <laughs> oh, built like a fruit roll up. <laughs> the yellow brick road all the way to Toronto. Bro, I'm not. Look, I give him credit because he like he he rocked with it. He rolled with it. Gotta give Grady Dick credit. He oh, wore it with confidence. God. I'll give him that. Bro, somebody got mad because he didn't get drafted to the Magic. <laughs> on that note, if you know, if you know where I'm about to go with that, oh, that's funny. But on that note, man, because like dog, Matt, now I, I try, I'm really trying to figure this. Like going into next season, how are announcers and commentators gonna handle that? Like with a straight face, pause. Like. Like being caught, like imagine the Magic playing against the Raptors, and Jalen Suggs is guarding Grady Dick. Who's gonna be the first to say it? <laughs> On that note, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, we're back. We appreciate. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. 
when this episode airs, I don't know if we'll do it before or after the episode airs. Uh, Jalen, we are about to be at 1,000 uh, listeners overall, oh. like over the history of the show. Oh. So thank you all for getting us to that point. We couldn't have done it without y'all. I don't know what happened over the last few days, but we exploded, um, which we appreciate. You mean like the, sub- you mean like the submarine down under? <laughs> rest, in peace, rest in peace to all the ones that lost their life, but dog, that was just... Man. Out there with the PS1 controller. Man. The player, the player 2 oh! controller. What a way to go! <laughs> They, they, oh my God! Uh, somebody at that company said, "I don't need a wheel. Give me this." <laughs> I played. <laughs> remember when I played Duck Hunter? <laughs> Bro, I remember I played the first Spider-Man, uh, first Spider-Man animated game. <laughs> That's that controller that whenever somebody says, "Hey, I'll beat you in Tekken," or "I'll beat you in Mortal Kombat," or something, you give them that crappy Player Two controller. Bro, they get, really work no, right. they in which when you have to start that thing up, you gotta pray and well, you gotta pray for God that the disc don't freeze up. What what's what works worse? That that player two control or Nintendo 64 cartridge. You either gotta blow in it to be able to get the dust out, or you gotta like get some alcohol and wipe and make sure you get all the scratches out. Oh my god. If you know, you know. Oh but my anyway, god. Shout that's out to the, the 90s kids out there. But no, I appreciate it. Like I said, thank you for getting us to 1,000 listens. We couldn't have done it without y'all. Uh, if you like the show, rate us five stars. Let us know. Share it with your friends. Word of mouth really drives the show more than anything else. Really do appreciate it. These are part of the people we especially appreciate because there's some of the weekly listeners, the guys who help us get the message out there, the guys who retweet the show, five stars, all of it. If you liked it, retweet it, five stars, comments, feed those algorithm gods. If you didn't like it, this never happened. Um, Hopefully you laugh along with some of the jokes. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. If you didn't enjoy the show, it's just not for you. I appreciate it. That's fine. Uh, don't take it out on negative reviews. You go your way. I'll, we'll go ours. That's Even just how it is. Do, I still won't kill. No, fair enough. I mean, I care because it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the ratings overall, but it is what it is. That's not the point. We really do appreciate it. We especially appreciate these people. These are the shout outs. These are the people who retweet, share the show every time. I want to shout out first of all to Sports After Dark. Thank you all for having me on the show. For the, uh, first, time. The, for the first time. Thank you all for having me on Sports After Dark. That was a fun time. Uh, it ran. You know how to do spades? <laughs> I knew how to play spades. <laughs> hey, oh, you had to be there. But anyways, appreciate you having us on. So shout out to Sports After Dark. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Jim over Fan of the Van. Thanks for coming on. The last show we did, uh, go check out his show, Fan of the Van, or our side show that him and I do called Steel and Teal Talk. Um, Steelers and Jaguar stuff. Go check out Brent and Dave over 1420 Sports. They actually just put us on a good pods list. Uh, which we appreciate them. Uh, shout out to BS and Sports Podcast, Aaron over Brutally Honest Sports, uh, Darren over Chill Takes. If you want to check out TikTok, we will get you on the show again, man. I promise. I have forgotten to reach out to you. I have, uh, but I've just been stupid busy. I will reach out to you soon, uh, hopefully before this episode goes live. Um, Dave and John over Love the Playing Field, the guys over the We Like Sports Podcast, uh, Sports Bliss with Robin Chris. If you're looking for wrestling shows, go check out Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast or John over Wrestling Fans Insight. Um, if you're looking for sports gambling safely and you're not an NFL player, um, go check out go check out Nate's Daily Wager or go check out uh, You Bet Smart with Jake and Scott. If you're looking to do something in Vegas, go check out uh, Visit Vegas Place with Coil. It's a great show. And go check out the Stupid History Minute. On that note, Jalen, you got anything else you want to say to the people? You learned how to do spades, but you said it was hearts. Um... <laughs> I did not say it was hearts. That was somebody else. That wasn't me. But yeah, big shout out. Um, yeah, big shout out to Sports at the Dart. They got their state of the uh, divisions uh, series going in. Um, 
to uh, like prayers out to all the sports fans out there, mainly football fans. I understand we're at a boring time in life. Um, football's almost here. Stick it out. If you hear any bad takes, and you will, because again, everybody's bored. So, like, get through it. Get through it. Um, prayers out to all the, uh, all the broadcasters uh, for the NBA. Um, they got to deal with uh, the Toronto Raptors and Grady Dick. Good luck on uh, good luck on the commentary on that. Um, trying to think, trying trying to think any more. Shout out. Oh, prayer! Oh, once again to the Salvation Army. Uh, we had unlike Salvation Army and to all the um, Best Buys and electronic places out there. Prayers out to your TVs. Dealing with Cowboy fans every year. Prayers out to that. And um, anybody anybody else need any prayers? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Nothing. So, I mean, I want to say shout out to um, Grady Dick. Uh, loved you and we are the Millers. I think you put on a, a uh, out here looking like, this, out here looking like a fruit roll up, fruit by the foot, a, a sequence tickle me Elmo. Uh, Bro, if you ever want to know, if you ever want to know what a scarlet, uh, a scarlet red colored disco ball looks at, um, like, <laughs> look at built, built like a sequence pillow. <laughs> On that note, appreciate it, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.